Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy Oso. And your girl Rocky. What is good, beautiful people? We are back with another episode. Thank you for joining us, you know. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for the continued support. Yes, we appreciate it a lot. Yes. Um, so today's show? Today's show. It's gonna be a good one, y'all. Lovers and friends. Lovers and friends. Ooh! Y'all know the rest. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about this topic because I don't think we talk about friendships enough. Mm, okay. Ooh, ooh. You know? Like, we talk about romantic relationships. Okay. And I'm talking society, not this uh, podcast. Nah. <laughs> Right. Like society, we talk about romantic relationships, mm-hmm. we talk about family, even professional, but we don't spend a lot of time talking about friendships. That's true. That's true. I think that's, and we're going to talk about it more, obviously, but um, that just goes with our, maybe our fixation on romantic relationships mm-hmm. and having like a, putting that on a pedestal and making it more of a superior type of relationship or type of connection Mm -hmm. uh, over any other type. Even if there are literal stronger bonds and connections that you have in your life, you'll just prioritize Mm -hmm. your romantic one because that's what society says pretty much. And that's what you've been raised to believe without even actually looking at the quality of those relationships. And the connection. Yeah, like... Just because you have a boyfriend <laughs> doesn't mean that he's treating you right. That quality, of, The quality of that relationship could be terrible. Meanwhile, your best friend could be like one of the most uh, amazing people and your, your closest confidant, mm-hmm. someone that you could really actually confide in and, and be safe and secure with. And then you're like, ah, but you know, you're just a friend. <laughs> but we're going to get a little bit more into that. Um, so I want to get into these blurred lines. Ooh, blurred lines. There's another song. God damn, all these damn songs. <laughs> Cause you know he stole that. Uh, shit. That was Marvin Gaye, but it's okay. It's all good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> another episode, y'all. <laughs> but uh, you know, people talk about the fact that the romantic relationships flourish when there is a foundation of friendship. But then mm. there's the conversation about shooting your shot at a friend, and all this other stuff. So it gets real blurry about how all this shit go down. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. No, And there's also, especially nowadays, uh, when it comes to that line, we don't know where and when to cross it because of certain boundaries that have or have not been set. Lots of stuff is just unspoken. We don't talk about anything. Talk! Communicate! You know, that's why everybody's all nervous. Like, all right, well, what's the move that I can make? Cause I don't know the, I don't know the rules. <laughs> Anybody told Ain't me no the rules, rules to this shit. <laughs> Talk about it, figure it out. So yeah, we all out here trying to figure it out. Yet nobody's talking about it. That's why we need to talk about it. That's why we're here. <laughs> so let's talk about it. 
All right, we starting the show with two sides of the same coin. Where is that damn coin? So guess what? I found the quarter. Oh, <laughs> back to the quarter. Let's see if I win this time. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> right. Uh, so for those of you have, who have not, you know, been following us, this is a segment uh, where we flip a coin, two sides. Whoever wins the coin toss calls it correctly, uh, gets to share their opinion about the question first and then the other person goes after so uh rocky has been destroying me when it comes to these coin toss i don't even know why we even it do it it ain't my fault yo <laughs> <laughs> but apparently she's just uh miss luck over here like just mm-hmm. all right well we'll see what happens this today so you want to call it i'll let you call it i'll let her call it today because you, you know which one is heads and tails right because it's a fancy okay the back. Was, it's a quarter. I mean, I, the back was different. You know, they fancy and stuff. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to call Get Tails. I'm going to call Tails. Tails, she better lose. If she is always a little tight. All right. Bruh. <laughs> this don't make no sense. This don't make no sense. <laughs> that was him. He flipped it. I gave him the opportunity to call it. I did a double it. flip in the air. That's probably what messed me up, huh? I'm trying to be fancy. So no more fancy? <sighs> I can't help it. <laughs> All right, whatever. All right, so first question goes to you. So the first I question met. is, <laughs> were we, you and I, uh-huh. ever friends? Ooh. I'm actually glad you got to go first this time. <laughs> go ahead. And I really wanted to hear what he had to say. Anyways, so this was actually very interesting. Um, mm. For those of you... This is going to be interesting. Yeah, who didn't check out our episode at the beginning of the year, we took a break to fall in love. Definitely check that out. That's the episode where we're talking about our relationship and how it all went down yep. and non-monogamy and just, it's it's some it's a good listen. Check mm-hmm. it out. Um, so yeah thinking about how it all went down it's like to then question were we ever friends it's like well we definitely weren't in a romantic relationship so what were we (laughs) and that gets so complicated already these lines (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay so i will say that upon first meeting okay my intention was to date you. Ooh. Where that led, I don't know. Mm. But my intention was to date you. Okay. So when you, so the, the month that we were talking, that was my intention. When you came to San Diego to visit me, that was my intention. When I came to <laughs> Jersey in August to visit you, that was my intention. Uh-huh. Y'all know some pain. <laughs> And then when you moved, oh, then when you visited me in Oakland in, in February, that was my intention. And then you moved out here. And then I saw it was not the distance, y'all. <laughs> mm. 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 Like you were saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <sighs> now, by that point, it was like, no, because I asked you in that August, I was like, all right, what we doing? It's been four months we've been talking with my intention to date. What we doing? A lot of intentions. Yeah, I had intentions. 
and and yes we had sex like yeah (laughs) um so yeah in august i was like what we doing in relationship wise where are we on the relationship escalator because i believed in that at that time um (laughs) that's another episode (laughs) but yeah so when you moved here i was like okay romantic relationship is off the table um for you i understood that that's where you were yeah didn't mean I was giving up <laughs> because I recognize the connection that we did have. Okay, so what you're saying is we were never just friends. Hold up, I ain't get there yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead. So I'm gonna say friends with benefits. Okay. Okay. So when you moved here, it was definitely we were still fucking y'all. We was friends with benefits. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, 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 you know. But I think in 2018 is when, like, our friendship really started flourishing and and becoming. We became grounded in our friendship. Yeah, we were still having sex, but I think my personal journey, my individual journey, um, allowed me to focus more on me and less on us. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I was also to, able to recognize you and your journey and your path and, you know, just what you wanted out of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that included <laughs> dating other women. So, yes. um, so yeah, so, and like we would go into that friend role and then I moved in, you know, mm-hmm. and we were able to, to really just get to know each other in a different context and we had a lot more time, quality time together. So yeah, I think that is when we were able to build upon the foundation of friendship. Okay. We were still fucking, but foundation (laughs) friendship. (laughs) So ever just friends without sex? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) To answer it quickly. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. What are your thoughts? Were we ever friends? We were always. We always had um, the energy uh, to be like friends, to get along, mm-hmm. to have like that companionship um, type of dynamic with each other. Mm-hmm. I think. But with that is also physical attraction. And because we weren't, at least for me, for sure, I wasn't trying to be in a space where I was only cutting off or putting a boundary when it came to our connection and leaving it at just the the friendship, companionship level. Um, I was down with exploring however far it went. And however far it went included physical. So... If that's included in the definition, which, you know, when it comes to mainstream definitions, platonic it does not. Platonic friendships. Platonic yeah. friendships. Mainstream, no. It, we were not just friends. So I would have to say no when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. But we always have that dynamic, mm-hmm. um, which is good. I think if more couples... I'm not, I'm not going to say if more couples had that because everybody's different. But I think 
that is one of the qualities of a good relationship. And it can strengthen your bond and make things a little bit easier because, like, you're at least trying to, you're at least getting along on most things, and maybe, and that's more foundational or at least uh, a big part of your relationship rather than it being mm-hmm. something like um, just physical, which mm-hmm. can go away with mm-hmm. shit, Oops. with a quarantine. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Where the gym at? Oh, well, there goes that. <laughs> or. Damn, there go that diet. Like I used to get up and jog. Have you seen uh, what the skies are looking <laughs> like out here We're in California? In y'all. Cali, in the Bay Area, in the Bay it's, right now, it's orange. <laughs> the sky is ain't orange. no jogging out here. Can't even breathe out here. So you know, mm. just saying, um, it's a better foundation, I think, or at least it it has some opportunities. I'm not saying like if it's all physical relationships aren't going to turn out well because a lot of people can do that. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people. <laughs> but I have. think, yeah, for, for longer relationships, um, there are certain advantages that, you know, being friends mm-hmm. just allows you to have. Like, you're able to work through things a little bit easier um, when you have that within your relationship, you know? So, all that to say, hell no, we was fucking all the damn time. What? Come on now. And it Friends. Was good, yeah. Mm. Mm. Damn good. Mm. <laughs> oh, this is a family show. It is not. I keep saying that. Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next one? Did I lose the coin already? <laughs> okay, the next one is Have you ever. I don't know why I said ever, but whatever. Have you ever <laughs> experienced a friend breakup? A friend breakup. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm calling. It's going to be Tails. It ain't me, y'all. Wait, I'm going to do it over. This is <laughs> last time. Last time I tried to do a double flip, it ain't work out. Yes, Tails. Hey. I won one. Put this. Put, make sure. Hold up. <laughs> Championship, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's how we do it. He's so proud. This is going to be the thumbnail right here. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> the question. <laughs> All right. Have I ever experienced a friend breakup? Um, yeah, I actually did. So, uh, the friend breakup I had was when I was in, when I was at Hampton, Hampton University. Shout out to the HBCUs out there. Family, you already know. Howard is the fake HU. You already know your place. We ain't going to get into all that. Real HU is uh, Hampton. I just had to say it real quick, you know, just in case I forgot. Uh, but at the real HU, Hampton, <laughs> uh, I was in the harbors. Those of y'all who know, know what the harbors are. Before. Before the gates came. <laughs> right? I went back like, God damn. <laughs> y'all, shit done changed. Shit done changed. <laughs> <laughs> they done did some things. I was like, whoa. Right? Hey, whoa, what are we doing? Whoa, hold up now. I heard they had RAs and shit. Uh, listen. Anyways, so um, that was my roommate. Um, I had a roommate uh, from sophomore year to senior year. And it's just like, it's one of those things that you learn, um, I think just through experience. I've, I, I don't think I heard this, even though 
now that I've experienced it, I understand, and I've heard it a lot more before, but if you're friends with somebody, that does not necessarily mean that you're going to be good house, yeah, yeah, house nope. part, uh, like housemates nope. or like um, roommates. Like That's not going to work sometimes. Like You getting along with them is because you might have space away from them. And I think that was like the exact same thing with me and um mm. and and Jerry. That was my roommate back then. It's like there'll be certain times where it's like, you know, I'm trying to be messy right now because I'm going through something where I have to be messy and I, I need my concentration to be in one area before I, I <laughs> attend to the other area. Because I know if I don't handle this, everything else will get messed up and I know I can get to that. But meanwhile, if you're living in your space and you're seeing it from a different perspective, obviously, you're like I need a certain area, whatever, to be clear so that I can think or to study or whatever else like that, then that's going to bump up against like my ability to handle what I need to so I can handle the other stuff when it comes to cleaning or something else like that. Or just like noise or parties or whatever else it is when it comes to you and your <laughs> friends. Yeah. So we, we went through like a whole bunch of things like that when it came to noise, when it came to... uh um. Actually, he didn't actually stay till senior year. He stayed from uh, sophomore and junior year. So actually, I think about that. Mm-hmm. He moved out um, senior year. Um, I wanted to move out of Harvard senior <laughs> year myself, but I was like, let me just stay here because you know I wanted to go someplace better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was good. That's probably why. That, <laughs> now I know why that fits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She used to go down in that motherfucker. Uh huh. I ain't never go to the back. Shit. I had people that live back there. I heard some stories. Hey, to, I ain't gonna say the numbers. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but yeah. So that's basically um the the breakup that we had. It was like mellow, dramatic, uh, like non-confrontational we had we would have talks trying to discuss it and we had some deep talks about our disagreements and everything else like that but ultimately the the fix was just us separating you know yeah. that's it sometimes that you just need distance makes the heart grow fonder <laughs> you just need that and and once you go back to that this um maybe some repair damage that might, might need to be uh done because of like what 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 happened at that time, but after that, like you're good, you're good, you're allowed to be friends, you're allowed to be chill, everything's in a better space. Um, but that was the lesson I learned. It's like just because somebody is good in one situation in your life mm-hmm. does not mean that they're gonna fit perfectly in the other. Um, so that kind of relates to friends and friends with benefits and all those other things. It's like you have to be careful mm-hmm. about when you switch up a dynamic like a friend to a friend with benefits because mm-hmm. you're losing out on a friend mm-hmm. who's just strictly a friend. And you have to realize that. You're not just gaining a sexual partner. You're also losing out on a platonic friend with the person who has that same mindset, with the person who has that same feelings attached and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. That's different. Like, once you cross that line and you haven't made that line very clear, and even sometimes when you do, feelings feelings are feelings. People catch them, you know, mm-hmm. once you cross that physical uh, barrier. Shit feel good, and y'all connect on a good level. Oh, shit, why are we not doing this? 
it does make sense when you say it out loud, but it might not work in reality. Oh, my best friend, move in together. Oh, that's just gonna be lit. We're right, gonna be going oh, into shit. the next question now. Oh damn, <laughs> my fault. Anyways, I'm like, how? That's the segue. <laughs> That's why I usually go. I'm used to going last. That's why. Oh, whole thing. All right. Well, we'll get back to it. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna pass it over to Rocky before I just say the whole damn podcast. But just, 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 just gone. We, we good. We good. We good. We still got it. We still got it. I ain't go all the way in. All right. So the reason I wanted to ask this question: um, Have you ever experienced a friend breakup? Uh huh. Is because yeah, I don't think we talk about those friendship breakups talk about relationship romantic relationship breakups but we do not talk about friendship breakups and i think that we invalidate the love that exists between friends and how a breakup impacts you um and i say this from personal experience i've had three friendship breakups in my life one in high school one in undergrad and one in grad school mm-hmm. The one in high school was like, we were like a group of six and I fell out with one person and then everybody chose sides. So I had half and then she had half. (laughs) And for me, I mean, I was in a wrong. I did the shit like I was in a wrong and I quickly was like, damn, I was in a wrong. But by that point, like she wasn't accepting apology. I was... Why you need to know? I'm just, I'm just trying to see. <laughs> I'm trying to make this a shorter conversation. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm just trying to get some of that. If I go into the details, that y'all, that's a whole nother episode. I got stories. I'm just trying to get some of that tea. I got stories. just trying to get a little bit of that tea. It was actually over a friend. <laughs> oh, you say he just a friend. Now he was. I oh, just, you say I, he just All right, let me just give y'all the damn details. All right. See, I done got y'all some tea. Free tea, everyone. All right, so. Pinky's out. What had happened was, um, this guy that I had a crush on in daycare, y'all. We're not talking elementary. We're talking daycare, okay? It was probably like after school. I don't think it was that early. But, um, mm. But it was when I was young, and he came back into my life in high school. <laughs> back into my life. <laughs> I mean, this was before, like, social media was really, okay. you know, on this and popping. So, this yeah, <laughs> I lost all contact when I moved. Um, so, yeah, he came back into my life in high school, and while I enjoyed our friendship, I no longer, like, he wasn't my type. I mean, daycare, things, people change. Yeah, so he quick. was a nigga, so... <laughs> a fuck boy like mm-hmm. well, excuse me nah that's that's not my type but i enjoyed our friendship like i enjoyed our conversations um so what happened was my homegirl who i was cool with like we weren't emotionally vulnerable with each other but like we had sleepovers we went out together like yeah we was cool um she started dating him Ooh. which i didn't have a problem with I was because sure? I was wasn't dating him. Yeah, I was fine. What I had a problem was is the amount of time that transitioned. Cause he had a lot of time for me before he started dating her, but once he started dating her, he had less time for me, and I didn't like that. Cause again, we prioritize romantic relationships. They usually get mm. more of our time. Okay. Okay. And I did not like this change. 
Especially since it was not talked about. It was just assumed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Especially back then. Exactly. We in high school. <laughs> so. Yeah, communicating shit. So, then what happened? So, one day, I called him, and she picked up the phone. Why are you? <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, I went know. off. I, I went know. off. And I was in the wrong. I knew that. I learned from it. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Although she help, still holds that shit to this day. Like, girl, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Although she did have a child by this man. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Well, all right. You know. And again, I don't think he in the child's life. But, <clears throat> Anyways. Well, I did say I get y'all some tea, didn't I? That's why I wasn't fucking with him. Anyways. So I was in the wrong. Um So that's one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, everybody chose sides. Um, but I was like I was going into my senior year of high school. So this happened like summer after junior year. Um Okay. So at that point, Michael Jackson just passed. And then I went on, I went to a two week writing program in Georgia and I'm from Maryland and it was like extreme growth because I'm in a new place away from home for the first time, really, mm-hmm. you know, for a long period of time. And Michael Jackson's death just really yeah. like man in the mirror. I wrote a tribute poem to, to that song and to, to his essence. Like I really was starting to transform into who I wanted to be. You know, um, but when I came back senior year and that was the thing, it was like, well, shit, some of the people in the group had graduated the year before me mm-hmm. and then she was younger than me. So it was like people were splitting up anyway. Um, but it was like senior year, who am I supposed to do my senior year activities with, you know, that kind of stuff. But when I came back senior year, like she was on some bullying type shit, like, Pushing me in the hall and talking shit oh, and whatnot. See, and yeah, this, that's different. And at this point, at this point, I had grown. I had apologized. I had accepted that I was no longer meant to be her friend. That I was mm-hmm. outgrowing her, that environment, that town. I was out. I knew where I was headed. Like, I was going to Virginia. I didn't know it at the time, but I was out and I was going to an HBCU. Hey. So. Have University. Exactly. We'll let you. Yes. um so yeah like i was like oh hell no i'm not concerned about you like i'm not concerned about him like i'm moving on with my life why don't you so like i had i was working at the front office i had to bring the guidance counselor in we had to have our moms talking shit like extra shit i'm done with you stop holding on to this shit Mm. but yeah and like i don't talk to those people any of the people in that group at all to this like day that's why sometimes, like, a lot of friendships you've outgrown. Yeah, and I knew that that's what happened. When I went through that transformation, I was like, oh, that's why that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. I needed to let go of them yeah. so I could continue growing within myself. Yeah, sometimes you got to just shut off. Like, certain people hold you back, yo. Certain people hold you back if you let them. Have you Look at where same... I am now. I'm just... Yeah, they'll have you sitting in the same place if you... You better not. You made the right decision on that. I mean... I mean, again, I was in the wrong, but hey, something was happening. <laughs> as far lesson as, and a lesson. You know? <laughs> like Lesson and a lesson. Find a reason. All right, so that was the first one. Y'all ready for the next? <laughs> right, that was number one. You said? 
I, that's why I wasn't trying to go into details. You was trying to get the details. I said it was going to be long. Then I said I did. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> All right, so the next one was an undergrad, and unfortunately, this, this also happened second semester of junior year, about to go into senior year. I don't know what the fuck that pattern is, <laughs> but this... Yeah, look out for your, uh, after, count the years. Right? So, this was my roommate at the time in the harbors. <laughs> Where it goes down. Right? Um, and it wasn't... A living together situation it wasn't that mm-hmm. um we had known each other since freshman year uh we had gone grown extremely close as roommates we lived together since sophomore year uh of undergrad and i was going through a lot i'm not gonna lie like i was going through shit with my family i was going through shit with my ex and i wasn't in the best place and i think she was also going through something and i don't think we were able to understand each other and be empathetic with each other about Mm -hmm. what we were individually experiencing. Of course, none of this was talked about or known on my part at the time. But what happened was it was a drunken night and words were said. And the next morning I was like, damn, that shit was not good. Like that was a bad fight, verbal fight. So the next morning, I was like, yo, are we good? No. We were not good, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else in between. We were not good. No. <laughs> but she didn't say nothing. She was like, yeah, we good. Because that's what you all say when, you, when you're not good. I learned to communicate. I don't. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, when you're not good, you say something short. And that's how you know. Because if you was really good, mm-hmm. you would continue the conversation. You would... Uh... No, I think like we started watching Atla. No, like... you, would can talk, you could talk oh, about talking, what happened. Yeah. You could be like, yeah, no, that was fucked up. That was my fault. You could you could say that right there on the spot if you were really good. I think good. we blamed it on the alcohol. Yeah, but that's a cop out. I know. I know. Always. But I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, we were just drunk. Anything that I do while I'm drunk had to be some part of me while I was sober, right? So yeah. <laughs> I'm an emotional drunk. <sighs> so some part of me came out and did some wild ass shit. Mm-hmm. So I have to apologize for that part that came out because yeah. that it was still part of me. Mm-hmm. It's not like somebody takes over your body when you fucking drunk. Like if you, if it's something that's not Show in your you. capacity to do, you're mm-hmm. not gonna do it. If you accidentally fuck somebody up. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. My fist exactly. fell into right. their face. As soon as I said it, she was like, what the fuck, right? It don't make no damn sense. I accidentally... No, that was in you, dog. You just had to get a little liquid carriage. That was you. So... So that was number two. Wait, I ain't even done. So what happened was... It was like a slow... Oh, right. A slow... Yeah, it got worse. Um, Deterioration. Mm-hmm. And that shit was hard because you could feel the tension in the house. And yeah. And then this is my house. This is where I live. I can't escape it. Right. That's the worst part. Yeah. So like my grades started being impacted. I had a professor ask me what was going on and I started crying in front of her. I don't do that with professors. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, yeah, that shit was hard. And also what was hard is people chose sides. But this time... I think only my ex was on my side. Like, 
Everybody else chose her side. And what hurt the most was that she allowed me, she gave me the permission to be my authentic self because she was hers. Hmm. And she gave me freedom in my hmm. artistry, my creativity, because she was free in hers. And she allowed me to like be a girl. Like we would dress up together and dance together. Like, yeah, we were, we were really close and that shit hurt. That shit hurt. It, it really cut deep. Um, and I don't, I don't think we ever talked about it that junior year. I think we just left. Um, but I knew by the end of junior year that our friendship was over and it wasn't from her telling me, which was the coldest part. Mm. I was like, as close as we were, you couldn't just tell me that nah. like, yeah, it's like everything else. Like nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. So conversations, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, starting from that and into the summer, I was really depressed to, and that's the, the point where I was experiencing suicidal ideation. Um, Cause it was like, at that point it was like everything. It was my family, my ex, my friend, and just, it was just everything just started crumbling. And yeah, I call that my death. Like when I'm writing a poetry book about kind of this journey um, of my emotional growth uh, and what was going on in undergrad. And yeah, it was like I was dying. Who I was was dying. All that I hold held sacred was dying. Um, all that I thought I was was dying. Mm. Um, and it didn't pick back up until I went to a poetry reading by Sonia Sanchez. Mm -hmm. And that allowed me to be free and who I am just for me. And that's where I started finding myself. And actually, when we came back our senior year, and again, senior year of undergrad, again, not having the people I started this journey with to celebrate these four years. God, it was tough. Um, not having girls to go party with. I would go to parties by myself. Do you know how, like, guys can do that. It's fun. <laughs> like, girls, no. We have a circle community. We hype each other up. Let's, it's a thing. So, yeah, it was just, it was hard. So I stopped going to parties like that because I didn't have no one to go with. It was a thing. But yeah. she actually, it wasn't as drunk as the time before, but we were at a party. <laughs> there was alcohol involved. And she was like, basically, I miss you. Like, I miss having you in my life. And I needed that. Mm. I needed that acknowledgement of what we were to each other. I understood that it wouldn't be what it once was, but I needed that closure. Mm. And like, we met after that party experience to talk, but I think we both, she said she wasn't ready to, to try it again, try our friendship again. But I, I knew it was different. I knew it would never go back to what it was. And I yeah. knew that, that this was the end of it. And I had accepted it at that point. But when I started coming back into myself, I realized I, that was another uh, connection that I needed to let go. And I grew so much after. 
<sighs> Sorry, y'all. That was heavy for me. <laughs> All right. So that was the second one. That one was hard. That one was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned so much about myself, about my appreciation of friends, of communication. <laughs> yeah, that communication, baby. You know, like Jeez. shit. I gotta do it. Uh, and then, um, what was the next one? Uh, so the third one was in grad school. Now, these two people, I wasn't really that connected to. Like, they were just the people I hung out with since I started grad school. And it was more like I connected with them off some, you're a person of color, you went to school in Virginia. Like, that's how that was. And, hey. then, you, and then you live next door to me. Like, that's, that's something. You know? Um, so what happened was, was, I'm not going to get what into all that, was. but basically, me and the white girl who went to school in Virginia had a birthday in the same weekend. We went out and celebrated her birthday, but when it came to my birthday, they didn't want to come out and celebrate with me. No communication. Um, That pissed me the fuck off. I would have been chilling. I was pissed because I wanted to go out for my birthday. And they were the, the girls that I was hanging with. So I had nobody to celebrate my birthday with. I was pissed. But luckily... A new friendship that was being built, um, that person went out with me. And, like, she wasn't going to go because, like, she was just moving furniture that day. And I told her what happened. She was like, all right, I got you. We went out, had a great time. Our friendship, like, definitely deepened from that experience. That one was just, yeah, I don't need to be friends with you. (laughs) Like, So then I ended up being friends with the black girl. We had a lot more in common. We had a lot deeper connection. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Like certain people you just don't need to be friends with and that's okay. You just accept the fact that y'all don't vibe. I'm the king of like Yeah, now nah, I'm good off that. We don't need to be friends. We don't need to communicate. You don't need to be in my life at all. Oh yeah, I didn't t- <laughs> I didn't talk to them. I was like, smooth. Like nah, <laughs> what like, you not about to do is because <laughs> it's there's it's no problem. Like we don't we don't need to. Oh, that. I'm good. I'm cool. Like this wasn't that deep. <laughs> yeah, never really got to be. Whew. But with the second experience, that's where that love was. Yes, that was, and that's deep. that's the one that hurt the most because there was so much love there. Um, but they were all lessons. They were all lessons. I found them. I learned from them, and I grew. All right. Well, I think that is. No, we got one more. Oh wow, we got another one for the two sides. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I thought. Okay, that's why. Uh huh. Because he already started going into it. Hey, look. It was related. <laughs> All right. That's your tails. You call it. I called it last time. You gotta call it. Heads. Oh, you didn't want two in a row. You know what I'm saying? I'm back out here. Luck. Okay. Luck. It's the quarter. It's the quarter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Back out here. <laughs> Have you ever been friend zoned? Me? 
Have I ever been friend? Come on, y'all. It's hold on. It's a real audience. <laughs> Come on, y'all. You think I've ever been friends? Of course I've been friends. <laughs> Come on. Everybody been friends on before. Everybody. Like, come on, what are we talking about? Um, being friend zone, I think, is just a natural part of life. It's a part of you being in a friend circle mm-hmm. and having different alignments with different people. That includes physical attraction alignments. So there's going to be a mismatch. It's just inevitable. How you take that and how you deal with that is really the question, you know? I, I think in the past, dealt with being put in the friend zone mm-hmm. with trying to, with, with first taking in that rejection mm-hmm. as like seeing myself as not worthy mm-hmm. enough hurt. to be with my friend because there was something else mm-hmm. that they were looking for uh, that put me outside the zone, basically. Something that some it factor or mm-hmm. something else mm-hmm. like you know that I had to achieve or that I could change in order to get to be touching that self worth y'all right so that was the first thing that message got to that 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 part of me that was like insecure or maybe wasn't so sure of myself mm-hmm. so therefore my reaction to that would be to go out and try to level up so I can get out of that zone and go into the more romantic partner mm-hmm. zone and usually that that came with doing superficial things that I thought would help me out, like you know, like what, um, just like if the girl who I got friend zoned by liked mm-hmm. a certain type of guy, I would try to pick up whatever guys they were like um, into or whatever. So and bad boys, yeah, yeah, stupid shit like no, that. no ladies, no. And it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work out for you because don't again, do it. It never works out for you if you're trying to pretend to take on some of those characteristics because you're only trying to put on that attitude. Mm. What is attracting the woman to or, or that friend to whatever that is is the the overall attitude of somebody. So like it's like you can't fake it. Mm. You just it's just something you can't fake. Because if you were to be like that all the time, there would be certain things that you would do that would wouldn't tip wouldn't tip you off to it. So best example I can give is like I'm a person who has manners. So I like to open the door and do all that other stuff. It's just something I like to do. So naturally I would have to try to stop myself from doing that. Mm. You know? So just walking, doing something simple as mm. that would look awkward because I'm I'm fighting myself. Mm. Whereas the guy who just doesn't do that shit is like mm. I don't do that shit. You know what I mean? So it's effortless for him. So that's like a small little example of like how many, many little examples like that can um, represent like how you try to emulate somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it could be other things too, like trying to be extra funny. Like I know I've seen dudes who a girl likes me and I, I could tell they got friend zone and then they try to like one up me. Like that has happens all the time, like with, with jokes or something else or, or whatever else it is. And it's just, I know it's coming from a place of insecurity and wanting to get out of that zone with whomever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it doesn't work. You're just forcing it. It it's just, it doesn't work out. Um, so the biggest thing about friend zones for me is just your reaction to them. But of course you get into them. Like there's no way to not get friend zone at some point 
in your life. Mm-hmm. And anybody who says that they haven't is lying to themselves or probably has some bad relationships, <laughs> relationships slash friendships and those boundaries are just not clearly set. So you can't really tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make them clear and then you'll probably notice that, yes, you have been friend zoned a lot. Maybe you just didn't know. Happens. Sorry. Yeah. What about you? So I think this goes back to earlier when we were talking about the stereotypical definition of platonic friendship does not include sex. So to my knowledge, Mm -hmm. because this would be when I was not uh, aware of me being queer. So I thought of myself as straight. So guys would be friend zoning me. Gotcha. To my knowledge, it has only happened with two guys. <laughs> two guys. Oh, all right. I'm just kidding. You know I do. <laughs> I'm going to say. Okay. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, look at me. Why would you friend zone this? Why would you say there is no chance of physical exploration? <laughs> but that's what happened though. <laughs> so it was. Everybody's got their reasons. It's with my ex, um, my last ex, um, because he was, yeah, he was trying to stop our connection. Um, that's one reason. Because, <laughs> like, the love was there, even though we weren't in a relationship at that point. Um, but we were still having sex and like the sex was good, but he couldn't like focus on dating other women or focus on, uh, himself because one, we got drunk every weekend and then we had sex every weekend. Like we already have good sex sober. Now we're drunk and horny. I mean, and we're around each other and we're attracted to each other. Like, yeah. So... The ultimate friend zone came when I moved away and he stopped returning my calls. <laughs> but then it wasn't, we ain't even friends no more. So, yeah. Which, I understand. I needed to grow. I needed to let go. Lessons. Yep. The other guy that friend zoned me was... You. So, actually, going back to our earlier question, were we of a friend's? There were definitely periods of time when we were building upon the foundation of our friendship when you were stopping our sexual experiences. Damn right. Mm -hmm. This was before we discovered Mm non-monogamy. We were only aware of monogamy. And uh, yeah, you wanted to focus on you. You wanted to focus on dating other women. Mm -hmm. And having sex with me was not helping. No, it was not. So, no, yeah, so those periods of time, <laughs> and how long do you th- think those periods of time went? Um, probably like a month, a couple months. Okay. I think my ex and I, we went, I think we went to like five or six months at one point. Like we, mm-hmm. yeah, we had a a dry spell. <laughs> yeah. But, um. My mom was like probably like two, maybe three months tops. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, and that's when yeah. our friendship started growing. Because it's like, well, yeah, we're not having sex, so, (laughs) you know, but we're still, like, very strongly connected to each other. So, we were friends. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my experiences. Friends. 
I mean, the love was still there. Very good friends. The physical attraction was still there. And mm-hmm. we obviously <laughs> kept going back to fucking. <laughs> Very good friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for the two sides. All right, y'all. Um, that's part one. <laughs> two sides. We will be back with the second part of our podcast, Either Or. Ooh, and it's a good one, y'all. Can platonic friends touch? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Stay I, tuned. I can't wait to get into this one. This is yes. going to be good. All right, y'all. We will see you on the, uh, the next segment. Until then, peace. And love. We out. But not really. Because we about to be right back. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, welcome back. What's up, people? We back, we back, we back, we back. <laughs> With our Lovers and Friends episode. Lovers and Friends. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the last segment. Yeah, we went in on that one, though. We had a lot of juicier tales. You asked for the details. I gave them to you. I'm just saying. I got Check stories. It Check it And out. lessons. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> All right, so... We are on to our next segment. Y'all already know what it is. And in case you don't, Rocky, break it down for him. Either or. Both. both and. and. <laughs> um, so, yes. We have a question that's an either or. We each have to choose. And then after we have both chosen, we explain why. Because we want to break from using black or white polarized thinking. Right. And explore the nuances explore the gray area that's what we doing you know that's the key mm-hmm. that's the focus all righty so that being said can platonic friends touch yes or no touch 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 <laughs> <laughs> um who's going first oh you won two of the uh coin toss so you get to go first oh yeah mm-hmm I'm hyped because I never win. <laughs> I usually give it to him. <laughs> okay, so can platonic friends touch? <laughs> yes or no? Yes or no? Yes, they can touch. I say yes as well. Ooh. Okay. Why do you say yes? Why do I say yes? I say platonic friends can touch because... Platonic literally means that you're not having sex. Well, that's some people's definition. Well, right, I guess. But, like, yeah, you don't have to have sex to touch somebody or enjoy somebody's physical affection. Mm-hmm. So, like, long hugs or cuddling mm-hmm. or whatever, like, you know, whatever it might be. Like, if, if you are have a, a friend that you know, like, man, we really enjoy that together, mm-hmm. that's cool. If that's the boundary that you have... And that you set up with your friend, I don't see anything wrong with it. So I think friends can definitely touch. Where I think it kind of grinds up against other people's uh, way of... Comfort? Yeah, their comfort, their <laughs> way of thinking is when it comes to a lot of monogamous relationships where it's like you have uh, a boundary around your partner because mm-hmm. you feel like you don't want anyone else mm-hmm. being physically intimate with them oh, other sure. than you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think... Hog it all up to yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's where I think, you know, this this whole conflict that comes in mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the I friendship. 
You know mm, what I mean? I mean with the one with the physical touch yes. of friends. Yes. But what about you? Well, why do you say that you can touch um, while you're still friends? So one, we ain't say what type of touch. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can't hug my friends. I can't high-five my friends. <laughs> yeah, high-five that ass. <laughs> we wasn't doing all that, but, you know. Um, but I don't think that we talk about platonic intimacy at all. Physical touch was just normalized for me, for my friendships. Like. Hold on. Go ahead. I'll just make sure it was working. Oh, okay. Um, do you see the other line? I don't see it yet. Well, we're both talking. Yes, yeah, it's cool. Let me double check it. Hold on, people. So yeah, I don't think that society talks about platonic intimacy. Like I just learned that physical touch can be a part of platonic friendships. And it's like, it's crazy because like if you've ever taken the love languages quiz Mm -hmm. and your primary or secondary uh, love language is physical touch, it is all consumed by romantic relationships and it's like well wait a minute we're social creatures we need touch to survive like that feeds us and it's like we can only touch our romantic partners Mm -hmm. i mean obviously you're gonna have more touch with your children but what if you don't have children you're only allowed to touch your pets like that's ridiculous yeah you know so like let's normalize cuddling in bed with your platonic friend and like everybody, be aware of the boundaries. Yeah, as long as you know, communicate them, agree to them, consent you... to them, and then touch. Like it's nice. As Goodness. long as y'all, again, it's all about that communication. Mm-hmm. If y'all can communicate, like, all right, look, we gonna cuddle mm-hmm. and watch a movie. Okay, cool. Like y'all cuddle nice. and watch a movie. That's no, there's no problem with that. Mm-hmm. It's when you. Don't communicate those boundaries and y'all don't talk. That's where stuff gets like weird. Mm-hmm. That's where stuff is like, all right, what are we doing? You know, if you're able to actually communicate these things, it's really not that big of a it's deal. It's really not. And even like a longer hug, like just yeah. being like hugging for like two, three minutes. Like that's breathing. That's your heartbeat. That's just your warmth of your mm-hmm. bodies, like your your feeling of the love between you two. Like just touch your friends with consent. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Don't just go out here. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? Just like you know. Yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to have that conversation first mm-hmm. yes. before y'all just grab mm-hmm. people and their things. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> consent. Yeah. Applies to all forms of connection <laughs> right. with. Any other living being. <laughs> yeah, not just romantic. Nah. <laughs> nah. Not just sexual. Not just sexual. Nah. And then also, I think, yes, you can have sex or sexual touch with a platonic friend. Ooh. Okay. Like. Hot take. Go. <laughs> now, some people, especially women, don't have control over their emotions in order to do this, but I did. So, would you consider this friends with benefits, basically? I mean, yeah, like, I think, Mm. like, it's, that's still a friend, like, he still has my back, like, and I'm referring to specific people in my mind when I'm saying this, um, Mm -hmm. like, I had a a friend with benefit for, like, the four years I was at Hampton, like, 
And it was like, we didn't cons- consistently had sex, but we still had like hang out and stuff. And it was like, he was cold babel. It was just, we were not interested in a romantic relationship with each other, but we we're both attracted to each other. We we're both horny. Hey, you want to have sex? I'm going to have sex. Let's have sex. You know? But it was like, yeah. And I still talk to him to this day. Like he's cool peeps. So yes, I think platonic friends, like again, like yes, lines can be blurred and things can be lost, but they can also be added upon. Like, mm-hmm. Yes, they're separate, but they can also be together. Like, and both, y'all. Both and, nigga. Right. Uh, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. Next. 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 All right. So this one is for us. Okay. As a couple. Mm. Do you want single friends or couple friends? And this goes out to all the couples out there. I want... Wait, hold up. Do you go for the whole thing? Because you want? Sure, go. <laughs> you don't ever <have> go. <laughs> go ahead, baby. I don't want none of your touch. <laughs> I did not consent. <laughs> I, um... I'm going to go with... Because I got to pick one or the other. Single friends or couple friends? I'm going to go with single friends. Mm. I'm going to go with single friends. <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right. Why you say single friends? Because I'll be out here, dog. I'll be out here. Like, because... Okay, so we're together. But again, now I'm a monogamous relationship. So, if you're my friend... Mm-hmm. Especially before this COVID <laughs> shit. Uh, I'm your wingman. I'm out here trying to get you a good he connection. Do. And I'm a great wingman. He is. I also, yeah, I'm, I'm great. Mm-hmm. I, Confidence boaster. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're going to be, you'll have a good time. I can't guarantee that you'll make a connection with anyone. But I, I will definitely help with it. I can tell you that. Um, and I like doing that. I also like being able to talk to people and relate to people who are not necessarily always in a relationship dynamic. Um, it frees up their time, their space sometimes. Sometimes, not always. Um, there's more flexibility within that. And yeah, I, I like the idea of having that more, more so than couple friends because yeah you're trying to pair Mm -hmm. and two people i might it's hard to get along with two people it's really hard they could be different personalities different vibes like just because they work out together don't Don't mean we like them both (laughs) right right so that's my answer that's my reasons why Mm -hmm. i could probably go off but mm. all right so so yeah it's all that (laughs) um okay also this is my first long-term relationship so I've never had a couple friends. <laughs> mm. Like we've been talking about it as of late because it would be nice. I've never actually had. Oh. Yeah, I don't really. I don't think I've ever really had a couple friends either. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I don't need it. <laughs> you know. Um. And then because we we have such trust and open, honest, and transparent communication between us, like I think we're perfectly fine having single friends. Like. 
Yeah. That that's more an issue in monogamy that I see. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yo, I didn't even think that's mm-hmm. so true. That is more an issue in monogamy, especially with married couples. They do not like a lot of them. Do not like people having single friends. Um, but yeah, because we have such communication between us and trust between us, and we've done our insecurity work. <laughs> We don't have that issue. So there's also that. But also, I think single friends allows you to keep your individuality. Yes. Like, yes, we have mutual friends who are single. um, But we also have our individual friends that, like, they may know of you or Mm. know of me. They may have met, you know, us. But that's your friend. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I think that's important to have. Like, you don't want to always be with your your romantic partner you need space you need your individuality and having friends that aren't attached to a relationship so they're always with their partner and then you always have to be with your partner is freeing yeah i agree you know it's great yes (laughs) and also different perspectives because they still out here exploring the world (laughs) right you know and growing not that you're not growing in a relationship, you're just growing in different ways. And maybe I'll find, we'll find that couple dynamic. That's I hope just, we find like a good couple, couple friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's but like. Until then. Yeah. No. I'm going to stick with what I know. I'm cold. I'm cold. All right. Last question for either or. Okay. Should you shoot your shot at a friend? Yes or no? Hell yeah. What's up? Your turn. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, your mind. Shoot your shot. Always. Okay, the way you... Let me hold on. <laughs> I said that real confidently. I feel like there's somebody looking at this and... Because yeah. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, hold on. Somebody going to say this wrong way. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Not you. <laughs> um, Caveat. <laughs> this is why I explain it. <laughs> Explanations are necessary. Some nuance to this shit. Hold up. Hold up, player. Hold on now. <laughs> Don't go <laughs> shooting at that way. Uh, you should shoot your shot at your friends. I, I, at your friend. But I think there's a way to do it in, in ways that don't jeopardize your friendship mm-hmm. and your connection otherwise outside of anything romantic. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, one, don't say... Or do anything where it's like an ultimatum of like, oh, we need to be together or we can't be friends. Because mm, yeah, nah. that shit not there, that that's not the move. Because you're just trying to like threaten your connection unless mm. it goes to a level that you, hot, want. That you want. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And that kind of doesn't make any sense. It's like throwing your game at the, your controller at the game. Because you wanted to level up without doing the work. And it's like, that's not how it's going to go. You're going to just break the game. Which is what you're going to do with your relationship. That's So stop right there if that's your thought. Um, analyze whether or not it would be a good fit. Like we were talking throughout the whole episode. Learn from what we're talking about. <laughs> like, just because y'all are good... As friends mm-hmm. does not mean y'all gonna be good as lovers. It does not. Or in a relationship. Or sexual partners. None of that. So just go into it with that. That's all I'll say. But other than that, 
if you have assessed the situation, you know what I'm saying? You ain't just pulling up from anywhere. You looking at the basket. You know what I'm saying? You know what your range is. Shoot your shot. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. You miss 100% of the shots you do not take. Facts. If you never shoot your shot, you will never know. Mm-hmm. And that what if? Ooh, that what if? That motherfucker. Yeah, can be hurtful. Two words. <laughs> what if? Mm. Oof. <laughs> and then we just talked about how romantic relationships really flourish with the foundation of friendship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you're with your romantic partner and you were never friends because you also don't shoot your shot at friends. Hey, man. I'm just saying. You might want to get up in the gym. You know? And I would also say, from personal experience... Most of my relationships came from guys I was friends with. Yeah. Because I appreciated that connection. I appreciated something outside of a sexual connection, outside of a romantic connection. And from that friendship, we grew more romantically attracted to, to each other. Into us fucking. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Beautiful. Basically. There was other feelings there, but that was a part of it. Yes, I have sex in my romantic relationship. The flower Thank opened, you. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say there was one friend that I shot my shot at and it was oh it was crazy because like we were friends for like three years I met him online y'all this is crazy but we knew people who knew each other like knew somebody who knew somebody who yeah knew somebody. yeah no it was closer than that okay yeah just knew somebody who knew him yeah okay so it was like I could trust that person that he cool you know all right, all right. But we, when we met in person, we didn't actually meet to meet each other. He was, damn, <laughs> talking to my friend. <laughs> okay. I had to learn lessons, y'all. He was talking to my friend. And actually, no, it didn't happen then. So we actually good. Eh. Nah. <laughs> anyways, so he was talking to my friend when we actually met. But that was the first time we met. And there was such sexual chemistry. Between us, and I was like, God damn, like he's supposed to be talking to her, and we are fucking vibing. Um, mm, I've had that before. Yeah, so I don't think we did anything for like a year. Like we stayed friends, platonic friends, no sexual touch, and I think they like had their experience together, and then they they stopped doing that. Um, and then a year later, that's when we actually had sex, and it was because I wanted to. He didn't, because I think he was about to go to college, like, I get it, but that sexual chemistry was still there, and mm. it was prom, so <laughs> I wanted me to get mine, okay? But what happened was I fell for him, <laughs> and, you know, I, I was not managing my emotions in that context, and, um... And then what happened? <laughs> and then I wanted a relationship with him, and he was about and to go to college, happened. and mm. he didn't want a relationship with me. So mm. I had and to. What did we learn? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I had to cut him out of my life what for a learn? year to move through that love. And then once we came back together, <laughs> and I was cool being friends with him. Guess what happened? What happened? Now he wanted to be in a relationship with me. And by that time, I was in college, so I was like, nah, bruh. <laughs> I'm having way too much fun out here. 
Oh, that's how it always goes. Ah, I mean, we still cool. Like, we don't talk that much. Like, we've just grown distant. But, but we're still cool. But, yeah. So, you got to be aware of the possible impacts of shooting your shot. Um, but Keys. beautiful things could also grow from shooting your shot at them. Yeah. It's, there's... There's, like, no shame in um putting yourself out there. Mm. You know? Just... Put yourself out there. See what happens. It's okay. Yeah. You know? If you do it in the right way, like we're explaining. Mm-hmm. Not my way. <laughs> right. I didn't, I didn't explain that. Right. No. <laughs> like I was saying before, <laughs> nothing bad is going to happen. Like, you might stay within that friendship, and then your I mean, friend will know that you have that attraction, and then that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. But you could also lose that friend, too. That that is a possibility. It is a possibility, but I don't see most friends like if you have like a legit friendship mm-hmm. with them, like if the connection's as good as you're that's, saying that's it true, is. That's true. That's um, true. I don't see them like being like, oh, well, now we can't be friends because before you said you were attracted to me. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So it definitely depends on how you shoot your shot. Right. Mm-hmm. If it comes off, that's what I'm saying. Like if it comes off as a, like you about to mm-hmm. <laughs> pounce on somebody, then it's like oh. Then I don't know how I, mean, I can be your friends because then I, I think you're going to always pounce on me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I feel that. I feel that. But if it's like, I think I kind of like you. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? I don't want to overstep my boundaries. Then they that's, say no. That's a like, good approach. Oh, then you know. We can, we can still All kick right. it. We're still going to be good, right? Like, I, I don't want this to come. Then then boom. Mm-hmm. That's right back to where I were. So, that's my advice, y'all. Yeah. From a yeah. couple's therapist, you know. But do I know? <laughs> well, well y'all that was a great episode it i think was. we explored a lot yeah hope y'all enjoyed yeah thank you for joining us once again make sure y'all uh like and subscribe if you're watching it on the youtube mm-hmm. channel yeah. uh it's so real you know that <laughs> check out our patreon yes patreon.com slash it's so, so real you podcast. Know. It's so, podcast, um, so that you can catch the full podcast video um on patreon our deep dives um we got a whole bunch of goodies for you on there so check out our patreon like uh follow us on instagram like us on facebook subscribe to our youtube channel and share spread the word let people know what we talking about you know let the spread the word to the people (laughs) all right y'all uh that's it for us we will catch you on the next episode Thank you again for joining us. Yes. Peace. And love. Always. We out. <laughs> Touch. <laughs> <laughs>